Hello, and welcome to the Sad Mad Dads podcast, the show where three fathers talk at you about their experiences wandering through the strange, horrifying and exhausting, yet wonderful, exciting and fulfilling world of being a reluctant grown-up and a parent. We're trying to get our heads around the fact that trying to keep our creative dreams and desires alive is now a small consideration in an increasingly complex matrix of family stuff that needs doing right now. We promise nothing but honest parenting. Far, far too honest parenting. And this is episode 11. And all that's required of the rest of the introduction is for me to introduce our co-host, Rich Stokes. Welcome. Hello. And also, Pointless Rinser. Hello, sir. Good evening, good morning, whatever it may be for you. Well, indeed, yeah. We've no idea when you might be listening to this, but that's the, basically the way it is. Now, I know what you're all thinking. This used to be the Aquila podcast, and that's true. However, we have had a little bit of a rebranding, and I don't doubt that any of you that did subscribe to the podcast feed have realised that it's been fucking 18 months since one of these popped onto your radar, uh, and we can only apologise for that. Uh, but essentially, that's the thing with parenting. Little people appear and kind of take over. Um, so congratulations to everyone who has new little people. Um, and they're now at an age that's actually given us a little bit more free time so we can actually get this thing back on the road. Gentlemen, how are you? Tired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically the gist of it. Very tired. Very little sleep last night. Uh, and the routine of parenting has made me sort of empty. <laughs> so I'm, I'm basically the worst podcast guest you could possibly no, have at the moment. And yet the most honest. <laughs> yes. I think most people can understand the sort of empty husk of a shell with no yeah, soul. Yeah. I think what it is actually is we've decided it's like this is like a social experiment. Yeah. This next this podcast is gonna last twelve hours and we're just gonna see what happens to you. You could inspire a nation to put their kids up for adoption. Yeah. Slow descent into madness of one of the hosts. <laughs> so he's crying in a corner, hugging his knees. Well, that's being a dad. Yeah, great. So there's a, there's a sort of a theme emerging for episode eleven that uh, due to the show schedule that I've put together. Um and it seems to be the idea of sort of um Sex and intimacy mm. in parenting situations. Okay. Now, obviously, this is something that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this, but trying to find the time and getting the right mood going and everything when you're frigging exhausted is obviously very difficult. However, our first little thing I want to talk about um, is something that you guys need to have a look at, and it's a reaction video. So, granted, this is going to be the guys watching a video, but I'm going to ask one of them to narrate what they're seeing. Okay. So, with no further ado, let's <coughs> kick off the first feature. Okay, so the uh, thing we're going to talk about is the uh, new fetish that's emerging from a brand of um, sexual toy called the Oviposter. Uh, now, this is a gentleman... Positor? Which, uh, Ovipositor, I beg your pardon, I didn't want to mispronounce it because that would be obviously completely unacceptable. So, what, um, <laughs> what I want uh, Rich to narrate is what this piece of equipment is actually for and what it looks like and what it does. Off you go, sir. Great. So if you imagine the alien mother from the alien movie, that's basically what we've got here. It looks like a cross between that and a vibrator. There's a man sticking his hand inside it, so it works sort of like a puppet. It's nicely lubed up. It's, it's yeah. It's pliable. It's ready to do whatever it does. He's, yeah. Ooh. If it is essentially a kind of penis thing, he's shoving his fingers <laughs> inside the Jap's eye. Now he's giving it a good old... Um, a good old rub down, and he's got himself here. More What's he got? Goo. More. I need, I need more goo. Oh no, it's an egg. Like a giant 
kind of weird <coughs> capsule egg thing, and he's shoveling them inside his ovipositor. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, oh popped it's popped out. out a little bit there. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Too much lube. I notice it. Oh, the, um, it's, and it's popped okay. out the other end. Right. Is this part of the plan? Yes. This, this is what it does. Okay. Lovely. And the man doing this hasn't yet revealed his face to us. I wonder I why. Very wisely. Is this a review or is it the manufacturer doing a demonstration? I'm a shoot. <laughs> it actually shoots out uh, about three feet. You could probably take down a terrorist with one of these. And it would be, you probably wouldn't go to the newspapers about it afterwards. Oh, luckily, I had my ovipositor on me. <laughs> and knocked him straight down. I'm sorry so, to feel quite sorry so for presumably the you insert this in yourself and, <laughs> and it shoots the eggs uh, up your whatever passageway you decided to. <laughs> yeah, um, so this is called use. The Splorch and the uh, video on YouTube, which you'll be able to find, uh, at www.primalhardware.com but where is spelt wrong, like werewolf, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lovely. Um, this essentially is, as you've explained, um, a dildo that uh, you put eggs in one end and it pops them inside. And I just wondered what your guys' opinion of this was, because it's transporting that down whatever tunnel. Like it's, it's, it's moving. It's not just filling it with eggs and then they plop out whenever they feel like it. You're, you're asking me, like, I what? understand <laughs> what this is for. You, you found it. I assumed you might have researched it. Why? Well, that would be the question I'd ask as well. Yeah. Why? So, I mean, presumably this is for someone who's very, very bored. Yes. If you've just sort of gone, straight sex is just not for me anymore. Even those dildos are boring me. Yeah. So what I need is a dildo that shoots egg-like substances inside me, presumably ones that break down once they're in you. Well, um, I'm, I, don't, I mean, are, are, you supposed to, are you supposed to then plop them out <laughs> again? I'd... I don't know. It, was, it looked like quite suppository-ish to me. It looked, when you have a cod liver oil capsule, they look like giant cod liver oil capsules. <laughs> when I say giant, if everyone just winced then, perhaps about, <laughs> about the size of a, a regular chicken's egg, not absolutely giant. Yes. That would be bad. Yeah, I, just, um, I quite like the, um, the sort of frequently asked questions that were on this website with regards to what this is all about. Apparently he's doing quite well off it. Um, but I'm quite interested with the questions that he's asked. Um, for example... Question one is, how did you get involved with all this stuff? Which is a fine question. Um, his answer said, well, I'd owned a restaurant and managed many other businesses. And I'm immediately thinking, I'm really glad I didn't go to your restaurant. No, so. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so let's have a little look and see. Um, Can I have some eggs, please? Yes. Are they free range? No, they've been trapped in my anal passageway. <laughs> seasoned. <laughs> seasoned. Beautifully got, seasoned in my arms. It's got a, whole, a new, long yeah, time. whole new version of the name Slow Cooker. <laughs> yeah. I just kept inside me and gestated them for 28 days. Yeah. It's so meaty. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, one of the questions is, I consider myself pretty open-minded, but I'm honestly still struggling to see the appeal of this. And I think I probably agree. Oh, I don't know, I'll give everything a try once. I think the only... I mean, do you do it to yourself, though, or is part of the... I don't know. Because presumably, like, you're in a relationship with someone, perhaps things have started to, um, you know, you've decided to pursue different and less conventional sexual activities. Presumably, the ovipositor anal rape egg implant <laughs> thing isn't the first thing you reach for. <laughs> just be like, well, yeah, it wouldn't be my first cu- option of choice. A couple of glasses of champagne, and uh, can, you, can you put this... <laughs> To put this up my bottom. Maybe wrap it up with a bow. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Present it to her. I suppose. You just do it like <laughs> it's the most normal thing in the world. Just leave it beside the bed. What's oh. this? 
<laughs> you stick it up my ass and it's like eggs go up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay then. Just going to brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So um, feel free to look that up if you fancy one. And uh, I don't think I'll be uh, pursuing it in any particular way or form. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Perfect. Okay, so it's the part of the show where we uh, take some kind of kid's movie or book and uh, review it. So apart from me, part of the um, frustration of being a parent is having to watch or read the same fucking shit over and over and over again in minute detail. Um, so the one I've chosen for this week, um, and obviously you chaps can feel free to select ones uh, later in the day, uh, but this is a book that particularly took me by the balls and basically said you've paid for this fucker and it took me no time at all to write <laughs> it's a book called Monkey and Me by Emily Gravitt uh, nothing against Emily Gravitt obviously but what are you doing? But you've got a shit book you've got a shit book, <laughs> maybe your other stuff is excellent I don't know um, but we've managed to find a uh, YouTube video of her reading an excerpt from the book um, and I just thought we might actually uh, play it for you just to get an idea of the um, linguistic structure and the uh, use of exposition and um, <laughs> juxtaposition and character, all those, arc. and character arcs as we go. So uh, here we go. It's called Monkey and Me, and it starts off, Monkey and me, monkey and me, monkey and me, we went to see, we went to see some... And the girl's doing the action of an animal that she's gone to see, and she went to see some penguins. Okay. So you're starting to get the pattern here. Let's see if it changes. Monkey and me, monkey and me, monkey and okay. me. We went to see, we went to see some... And she's hopping across the page. Kangaroos! OK. All right, so let's do, just do one more, see if anything else kind of happens. Monkey and me, monkey and me, monkey and me. We went to see, we went to see some... Right, come on then. What do you reckon we're no, going to see? Can we just go over the main characters again? Because I'm, I'm lost. There was two right. characters. There was, there was. Right, there's one called Monkey. Right. Um, oh, hang on. It gets complicated. It's crazy, isn't it? She's got this sort of Jane Austen-esque command of a, a, like a wide range mm. of different varied characters. Yeah. You can feel the sort of vibrant <laughs> kind of. You know, you, you're like you're there in the yeah. room with all of them. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know about you, but I just I'm really connecting with my, me at this point. Me, oh, it was yeah, me. Yeah. It was me. The other character was me. Yes. Right. I'll be honest with you. I did feel a slight, like a tinge of disappointment hmm. when the second animal wasn't something that rhymed with penguins. Yeah. Because uh, I okay. was so sucked in by the rhyme scheme. Hmm. You know, that hmm. sort of almost Shakespearean kind of me yeah. went to... See, oh, I, I, like, I love that yeah. bit. Came right out of yeah, the, left the, field. The um, E at the end of me and the yeah. E at the end of C. It's fucking genius. So and the, the way she just pissed away the possibility <laughs> of finding a, a rhyming animal. Yeah. It's like, well, don't start with penguins if you can't think of, you know, kangaroo. You can so, tell she's passionate about this. Yeah. The yeah. way she's reading it, it's yeah. like... Yeah. Well, it's the little, little, I mean, little smiles you can... I mean, to be fair, the illustrations are nice. The illustrations are great. Yeah. So, mm. so uh, fight. oh, actually, no, hang on. I was going to say there's a clue on the page um, to see what animal's next, but there's a mo- it's a monkey. Oh. Oh, maybe they went to see the monkeys. Monkeys are seeing monkeys? That's just wrong, isn't it? Monkey and me. Should we find out? Let's see what they went to see. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Bats. Oh. That doesn't rhyme with kangaroos or no. penguins. Or monkeys or me. Right. Um, so, actually, we've put... Uh, you lot can't see this. We've now paused it. And look at that expression on her face. She's sort of saying, I've wasted my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I'm dead inside. Yes. Why it, did I do this? Does this make you wonder? I mean, obviously, one shouldn't ever compare oneself to other people, but it does. You know, you think has she is she friends with, with like the guy that wrote Diary of a Wimpy Kid and Neil Gaiman and people like that? Yeah. They go to parties. What have you written? Mm. Well, it's another sort of massive bestseller. It's about good and evil, but not as not as like something that you can fight. But it's like a, almost like a conceptual thing. What have you written? Well, um, there's this monkey. <laughs> And he's with me. <laughs> and he's with... Uh, oh, it's, it's not even her, is it? Yeah. yeah. Right, well, okay, I'm going to... a face palm incident. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to give her one more go. Another page or two, just to see if it... Because you know, obviously, this might just be preamble. It might be sort of a foreword. Oh, right. So I, th- I thought we'd concluded. Oh, no, yeah, oh, no like, there's some okay. more pages oh, about cool. halfway through. So, I mean, we're not going to play <laughs> the whole thing. You thought that was the end of the book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a bat to the end. Well, this is obviously, you know, if you're listening, you won't be able to see this... But it says bats quite large with an mm. exclamation point. Right Wait, hang on. It. Where the fuck do you go to see bats? <laughs> a belfry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Batman's house. Maybe. Right. Oh, she's smiling. It's good. A monkey and yeah. me. Monkey and me. Monkey and me. Did something we went weird. To see, we went to see some elephants. Elephants. Okay. Elephants. Cool. Elephants. And then she's swinging across the top and all the way through. The little toy monkey's been looking a little bit miserable because of... Yes, because he's fucking bored! (laughs) (laughs) He's like, can't you tell a better story? (laughs) Jesus. I love the way she's describing what's happening, like we're going to be struggling with everything at this point. Yeah. I think what's most interesting is presumably she's submitted this to her editor and they would have gone, couldn't you just have put zoo? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, monkey and so, me. We went to the zoo. The end. Closed book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. If you have to, you know, say uh, there were animals. I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give our airtime to any more of that unless you really want to find out what happens no, at the I'm, end. I really, really want to see. To be honest, do you want to see what happens? Yeah. Can we see it through? Um, he hasn't, maybe he hasn't been going to see the right animals, or maybe it's because he's been dragged upside down a lot. Right. Yeah. So we've got some character development. Or maybe because he's secretly secretly planning. Actually, look in the corner of the page there. He's trying to get off the page and throttle the the brake cable. Destroy my creator. Monkey and me. Monkey and me. We went to see... We went to see some... Monkeys. Monkeys. Oh, Oh, my God. That's just such a twist. By the end of the day, she's feeling very tired. Oh, well, she has done a lot. Monkey and me. Monkey and me. Oh, she's dropped the tone. Monkey and me. Yeah, we went to see... I went to sleep. Z. Oh, oh, we went, we went Z. Oh, right. Hey. Okay. So that was clever. the first rhyme that actually works then. Yeah. And it's not a word. It's very disappointing. It's really bad, isn't it? So How um, much was that? Unfortunately, uh, I haven't bought the thing. Um, yeah. But I just sort of... You know when you're looking for kids' books and you think, well, I'd like my kid to not grow up to be a retard, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> um, so... <sighs> it's, it's one of them things that's like so bad that you've, you're struggling to take the piss out of it. Yeah, it's it's a sort of non-event in children's comedy, uh, you know, children's books and comedy. You can't say anything worse than it's already said about itself. But it does kind of, and you know, I don't want it to sound like I'm completely having a go at Emily Gravit, is it? You're far too but kind. Presumably, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe she's got small children of her own, but you know, when you're handing someone a book, like when you buy one for a friend who's got little kids, yes. you know they're not going to just read it once. Yeah. Well, they see it. it. It's like maybe six times a day, yep. maybe 20 times yep. a week. Over know, and over um, and over. And we've had ones like, um, fortunately, the milk in our house that just 
you know, I've had to read that book at least once a week for about a year, but it works, you know, yes. and you can um, get something into it or even something much simpler for tiny, tiny little kids. That mm. one about brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? I see a, you know, a coloured animal of some kind of description and the colour changes and the animal racist, changes every page. <laughs> I see, see even, the, yeah, even the terminology was outdated. I was shocked. And see, the monkey was only happy when he was around other monkeys. I think there's messages yeah. going on here. Yeah. So save me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, bra- oh. the brown bear instant racism book. That's what it was called. <laughs> um, no. Do you want your child to be more racist and read this book? <laughs> Try this. It's a whole world of things to hate. No. So, but, um, yeah, so it just seems like she doesn't understand that the target audience is not just a child. Absolutely. But a person reading it out. You could tell even as she read her own book, <laughs> she, got bored she was of it. like... Why did I put so many monkey and me's in it? Why is it monkey and me? Yeah, monkey God, this is fucking boring. Jesus Christ. Why? And then a shot rang out. <laughs> no, hang on, that's not on the pages. You're making that up to make it more exciting. Yeah. If she'd started freestyling towards the end, I would have had more respect. But if you think, and just the idea that there's nonsense verse, there's no, isn't an excuse because there's really strange A.A. Milne, Winnie the Pooh poems and. Um, Alice in Wonderland and Roald Dahl and it opens up a whole world doesn't it yeah. of stuff I can still remember Roald Dahl books that were read to me and Roald Dahl poems that were read to me when I was like there's five just, or six yeah there's no sort of blew my mind there's no sort of instigation of imagination in this is it? it's just repetitively reporting a very very uninteresting event yeah totally. very odd I think people say that like our children's books are hard to write no they're not You've got to make it fun for mom and dad and fun for the kid as well. Totally. Rather than just a list of strange mm-hmm. animals. So, um, <laughs> to sum up, um, score out of 10? I think I would give it... I mean, the artist, the drawings are great. Yes. They're really good. Um, so I'd give it like three or four for the drawings. Oh, okay, three just, or four. Just to be friendly to the artist and be fair, because it's beautifully illustrated. But I think if you're saying the writing, then I think giving it any kind of score would be disrespectful to the scoring system. <laughs> okay, and pointless? Two. Two, Two out of ten. Okay, yeah. so. That's fair. Well, personally, I would give it away. Away. <laughs> <laughs> Dear sad mad dads, how am I supposed to do this? Who are my role models meant to be? If a plant dies on my windowsill, should I be sad? Or glad that there's one less thing to worry about? Or cross that I couldn't even sustain a shitty pot of fuckface basil? Am I supposed to just do a job and feed my kids and wait to die? But then, what's anything for? Why can't I fit in childcare, earning housecare and a social life and creating stuff? Why does it take me two hours to build a rabbit hutch? Why am I building a rabbit hutch? A fuck! End of rant. But seriously... If I get to the end of the day and nobody sustained a serious injury, I count it as a success. And an old guy at the bus stop the other day said, if you look in the mirror and there's someone looking back, you're winning. But Jesus, shit, filth, ass basket, I can't go forth with my baseline as, hey, no one died today. High five. That's not high five, it's basic. Ah! Help. Dear listener, thank you for your email. I respond thus. Oh, if you have a question for the Sad Mad Dads, tweet us at sadmaddads or email at sadmaddads.com. So, continuing with the um, somewhat 
slightly type of theme of sort of sex and sexuality in parenting. And I thought it might be interesting to review a little bit of a, you know, tips and tricks. You get these sort of websites that recommend how to spice things up, how to keep things live in the bedroom. Um, and I'm not saying that this is something you should immediately incorporate. But again, I saw this and it made me think that's interesting. So I thought I'd get your lad's um, opinion, reaction, um, and again, somewhat, somewhat, uh, when I say somewhat, I mean completely visual for the actual video, but obviously there is uh, audio as well. So if anyone wants to play along with this, then if you uh, look for Auntie Angel uh, and look up Grapefruit Technique, um, then that's where this video will come from. So we can watch it through and make some commentary, and here we go. Now this is my bonus technique, the grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. Very kind. So straight away, yeah. every man should get grapefruited? What, what's in your head? Well, I, I know what's coming, so yes, absolutely, without a doubt, <laughs> this so, girl rules. <clears throat> bearing that in mind, Rich, what, what do you think grapefruited is? I'm immediately thinking that whatever she's going to do is going to sting. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, yeah. actually. There's so, an acidic content to this. There's certainly an acidic. Well, they're, they're quite big as well, aren't they? We're talking bigger than an orange, aren't we? Yeah. yeah it's been a while since... Significantly bigger yeah. than an orange, okay. yeah. So straight away, I'm not, not fully on board. Let's carry on. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. So I don't want to be given head and been fucked at the same time, personally. Because to me, that insinuates that someone's giving me head and someone else is fucking me. Mm, true. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. <laughs> so uh, now that, the, and like you said, there's a grapefruit involved, I'm still not on board. No. So how's she going to breach this one too? <laughs> I don't know. Excuse me, excuse me, hubby. <laughs> yeah, come on. I don't know. Maybe she's going somewhere with it then. Okay. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. So what you need to do Bold is you need statement. to, of course, have a grapefruit. We hey. do need to have a grapefruit. You make sure you get the ruby red. It's sweeter. It's easier. If you are allergic to grapefruit or can't use a grapefruit... <laughs> if you're allergic to grapefruit, Fuck. don't fucking stick one up yeah. your ass. You will die. <laughs> but he will still think this was the greatest experience he's ever had. <laughs> He'll die with a smile on his face. Yeah, okay. For your medication, you can always use a large navel orange. Now, oh, okay. What you want Back to do up. is make sure the, the, the grapefruit is room temperature. Don't stick it in the microwave and uh, <laughs> heat it up to about 600 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Because regardless of what you're going to do with it, I think that's going to sting also. Can you imagine anything worse than the boiling hot citrus fruit being stuck anywhere into it? Warm water. Do not microwave it. Do not boil it. Ah. Then, once it gets to that temperature, all you need to do is roll it. The okay. reason why you want to roll it is because you want to juice it up a little bit. The juicier, the better. Now what you're going to do is you're going to put a hole in the middle of the grapefruit approximately the size of your man's penis. Oh, so it's not going up his bottom. It's not going up his bum. No, I never thought it was going to go up his bottom. Yeah. Well, I did. I just, I was, I just thought... It's still gonna stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, you always thought it was it was a it was a penis um, thing rather than yeah yeah yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, moving on. Do not make it too big. Do not make it too tight. Just approximate. Then, what you want to do is you're going to take the knife midway down and make sure it goes all the way through. 
I hope she's putting the knife away before it all starts. Yeah. Yeah, it does make me wonder. It's like, is this like the foreplay element? Is there a guy off, just off screen, naked with a hard on, going, fucking hell, just have sex with me? <laughs> just gets yeah. up and like, I'll go never wank. Forget yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm already erect. I'm all foreplayed out. Yes. You've got actual corresponding body parts. Put <laughs> <laughs> the fruit away. For this. Yeah, okay. So, so she's now got a hole in the grapefruit. It's looking good. Now, when you grapefruit your man, he has to be blindfolded. There's no ands, ifs, buts about it. What? If you came to the bedroom with a grapefruit, what is your man going to say? I'm going to say, what the fuck, fuck are, are you doing, doing with a grapefruit? Yeah. <laughs> I've got more important things to do. If you're hungry... <laughs> Like, get a sandwich beforehand. <laughs> this is Wednesday night. This is the night that we have. It's going to be worse, though, isn't it? Because if you're blindfolded and she tiptoes into the room with a grapefruit, you'll be like, what do I smell? <laughs> oh, is, there, we, is there a hotel that's open next door serving continental breakfast? It's like, what are you fucking about? At? Look, we've got five minutes until like, Peppa Pig finishes. We haven't got much time here. Why, why am I thinking about school trips? <laughs> You know, what, what kind of school did you go to where they served grapefruit? I did that France, Belgium and Holland thing oh. when you go all around and they sort of like, breakfast is included in the price. And you're like, way, and then you turn up downstairs and it's a small bit of marmalade and some bread and some mm. fruit. And they're like, mm. that's not breakfast in my house. Rubbish. Cocoa Pops, give me Cocoa Pops. <laughs> uh, let's see what she's going to do. I was a nicer that. child than that. <laughs> What are you going to do with that? Is it going to burn and all that other thing? So you don't want any of that. So this is okay. what you do. Say, baby, you know what? Tonight, I want to do something a little freakier. I want to suck your dick blindfolded. Your man okay. will blindfold himself if he knows he's going to get some head. That's true. To be fair, I'd chop my fucking right arm off if I was going to get a blowjob. So. <laughs> she's right. She's also, she's very perceptively identified all the, th- all the worries that I've had yeah. about it She knows what you're thinking, stuff. Rich. Yeah. That's true, actually. <laughs> I've had... I've had too many women run at me with grapefruits. <laughs> I was like, hey, 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 is that going to sting? Yeah, and the answer is probably yes, but okay. Well, all right, then let's see how she gets on. And what you're going to do is be a woman of your word. Now, you have to get his penis erect, so what you're going to do is just suck his dick. So you're just going to suck his dick? Simple as. Okay, so now, cool. Rich, Rich, I want you, uh, and you've already seen this, haven't you, Rob? So, mm. uh, well, play along as well. I want you to close your eyes. Actually, no, you need to see the video, okay? So I want you just to... <laughs> Don't close your eyes. Don't close your eyes. You stay over there. So you just try now and envisage, okay, you're lying on the bed. It's all like candles. As she says, a nice little citrus thing in the air. And suddenly over the baby monitor. (laughs) No, no, it's not allowed. Not allowed. Okay, that's not going to happen. The kids are at the grandparents, whatever. Okay. Okay, and it's all nice and relaxed. And you think, oh, she's doing something special. Brilliant. Okay, let's just make sure we keep the mood going, okay? And now she's about to start. And as Angel says, she's going to suck your dick. That's like you said you were going to do. (laughs) <laughs> okay so just in case you missed it it's still good doing it just in case you missed it this is the noise we're dealing with and she's when, prof- you know I when, she, when she knows what she's doing we've already yeah, established that i hesitate to say professional because that makes it sound like she's a sex worker indeed she's obviously someone who for a job Yes. Does sex tips. Yeah. So why did she? What, so this this. What <laughs> most men prefer is the wild cat under attack. <laughs> <laughs> what we want is the predator, predator eating corn yes. on the cob. So just in case, just in case we missed it, let's just make sure our listeners get the full effect. And your your challenge is to try not to laugh. It's okay? so good, predator eating go. corn on the cob. <laughs> what you're gonna do is just suck his dick. That's like you said you were gonna do. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, I'm sorry. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> if, sorry. if we... I, I just don't really get... Does she dive in straight at that speed? Is that the idea? Well, I've got no problems with that. No, she you know, gets stuck in, but what the fuck? Can you imagine anything that is going to kill the moves more quickly <laughs> than someone sounding like they're choking on a melon? Yeah. I mean, I've never... Um, she's, for the benefit of the listener, doing that to a dildo. Yeah. Um, which is... Good! Well, let's, say to it, let's just say it now, already erect. Yeah. <laughs> so it, her extra bit of noise aren't needed anyway. If that's what most people like, a blindfolded man is going to not know what is going on. Yeah. So yes. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe they this was a one take thing and they were doing it live, and that was a mistake. So let's just see what she says after. Once he's nice and erect, what you're going to do is replace the grapefruit from your mouth. You're going to twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. <laughs> Oh, she's breathing. Are they not allowed to breathe? Right. No, so no, she's breathing whilst slurping round the penis. I, get, but I thought the whole thing was the circular breathing like through your nose, like playing the didgeridoo. didgeridoo. Yeah, I'd rather do. listen to someone playing the didgeridoo than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll be honest, you know, the, perhaps the, the audio isn't completely crisp Abbey Road type thing you know it's coming out of normal speakers here yeah. so maybe there's a slight amount of distortion <laughs> to be honest it sounds like a tasmanian devil in a washing machine <laughs> and that that would freak me the actual fuck yeah. out yeah which um, she knows what she's doing Lance. i think that like whoever her husband or fella is is used to that noise yeah unless it's steve Irwin, i don't think they're really gonna go for it <laughs> well maybe that's the um you know like when people say oh i used to when I was a kid, my parents used to make me do the washing up, so I used to do it deliberately badly, so they never asked me. Perhaps she does make that noise. It's like, do you want a blowjob, honey? Yeah. Well, um, um, I do. I would. I do. Not from you. Um, <laughs> Just put, put your MP3 player on. It's yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it, girl. Why have you built a soundproof room with a glory hole? <laughs> Well, yeah. well, it's uh, it's my hobby now. <laughs> well, again, you know, we're in this field of parenting, so blatantly that's going to wake somebody up at the very least. When you just don't want anyone to wake up, so uh, thank you very much, Angel. But uh, I think I'll pass. So there you go. Um, get a grapefruit, put a hole in it, stick it on a man's knob, and then sound like you're choking a donkey. Um, <laughs> that that'll be pretty much the. Um, we haven't we haven't solved the acidic thing though. I mean, I've got chronic eczema. And like, well, on, on your cock? Yeah. Oh, wow. So if like... Okay, that's a detail I didn't need. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, thought we were, I thought we were amongst friends. What's it's a safe space. space. <laughs> safe space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I'm not, I'm not sticking this on a podcast and publishing it to potentially the whole world or anything. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just for medical reasons yeah, that we're fine. talking about this. Okay. If, if you are affected by eczema cock, <laughs> please contact us. Via Twitter at SadMadDads, hashtag Xmacock. Or at Xmacock at SadMadDads.com. It's a whole bit of the website. <laughs> please, please let us get someone asking me about my Xmacock. That would be hilarious. Dear SadMadDads, <laughs> I, I too have suffered. Some... <laughs> uh, I was upset when I saw the grapefruit. Your, your show triggered me. I demand compensation. <laughs> Yeah, trigger warning may feature yeah. Xmacock. Oh, there's there's your intro to the show. Right, we're <laughs> going to definitely record that later. 
I'm gonna do what makes me happy. Do what makes you happy. Unless you're a serial killer who likes to eat babies' faces. In which case, maybe you could find another hobby like tiddlywinks to replace this. If you're a businessman whose business profits from other people's pain, then dust off your company checkbook. Pick up a ballpoint pen and send that pen right through your eye and into your fucking brain. But happiness for the rest of us is simple. It's as easy as squeezing the pus from a pustule or a pimple. You just find somebody to love and make 'em feel special. 'Cause if you make somebody happy, you too could be real happy. Unless you're a deviant with violent, complex sexual needs, who could only get off if one or both of you bleeds. But even then, it might be okay with a little warning and a lot of foreplay, some basic first aid, and a great big bag of weed, and a great big bag of do what makes you happy. Go out there and do it. And if there's something on in your way, you just gotta say screw it. Do what makes you happy. Unless you're a bomb disposal expert who likes to juggle on the job, or someone working in a lost dog's home that really, really likes to fuck dogs. If you're an attention-seeking secret agent, an anesthetist molesting unconscious patients, a pilot addicted to alcohol, or a practical joker at a funeral, he's not dead. But yeah, actually, he is dead. In which case, maybe you could find a more socially acceptable outlet for your time and energy. Well, that about wraps it up for episode eleven for the Sad Mad Dads podcast.、Uh, but before we go, I'd like to give this opportunity for anybody in the room to promote anything that's going on in the real world in the upcoming times. Can I shamelessly plug my show that's on at the end of February? Shameless plug. There you go. Little throwback to episode nine. There, but there you go. Yes, of course you can. Right. So,、uh, Rich Stokes, the secret of happiness is on at Mac Birmingham on the twenty seventh of February at seven thirty p.m. That would be stand up comedy, storytelling, poetry, and music all stuck together in a one hour show. Called the secret of happiness because it is guaranteed to change your life for the better in some way. And the guarantee only lasts for twelve、uh, seconds. So, <laughs> please come along to that. There are still some a few tickets left. Excellent. I will certainly be there.、Um, so, excellent work. And、uh, obviously, if you want to go with that, if you need more details, then do email us at podcast at sadmaddads dot com、uh, or your Twitter handle, sir. What would be a good way to get in touch with you on that? I am at Mr Rich Stokes. Good stuff. Feel free to tweet him on that. So all that's left is just to thank you so much for downloading, subscribing. We're pants wettingly happy that you're listening to us.、Uh, thanks very much, Rich Stokes. Thank you.、Uh, thank you, Pointless Rinser. No problem. 
You can find a shed load of free audio, comedy and music in the links at sadmaddads.com. In return, you can do a little something for us that really helps and costs you nothing other than a little time. Please share all the free content we make, post your links to your Facebook, retweet us, tell your friends and even people you don't like very much to join in and get free stuff. You can also spend a couple of minutes giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts from, or you could generally spread the word about the show. If you feel that what we're doing is worth something, then you can find links to support the show at sadmaddads.com. The easiest way is to visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sadmaddads and giving us your hard-earned cash on a per-episode basis. Every little helps, and every penny you donate, donate goes straight back into the production of hosting of more free music, comedy, and video for our listeners. If you want to get in touch, you can tweet our Twitter, visit the show blog, and or send your questions, feedback, comments, or abuse to podcast at sadmaddaz.com, or call and give us a message at 07495943552, and we will try to answer, incorporate, respond, or repost as appropriate. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.